Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich Armis, episode 243. Hey, my riches, I am Hayut, and I hope you are all healthy and safe. When I asked my guest today, Scott Turman, what his key success factor was, he answered immediately, tenacity, never give up. I know that's such a cliche, but maybe you are a day away from success or a month away from success. Giving up is a great way to never find out. For me, he said, failure was never an option. Scott Thurman is an IT expert and entrepreneur that has been writing code and cryptographic systems for the last 25 years for the likes of NASA, the Department of Defense, Disney, and other Fortune 500s. He is the founder and CEO of Brightray Publishing, an all-in-one writing and publishing service for busy entrepreneurs like himself. He lives in Florida with his wife and son. Let's hear the story of Scott Truman. Scott Truman, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so happy you are here. Well, thank you for the invite. Hmm, of course. I just shared with our listeners what you've done until now, and I would like you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today, and where are you heading? Today, we, uh, about a year ago, we started a company uh, called Right Ray Publishing, where we help, well, we write the books. We're kind of the writing partners for CEOs and founders and kind of anybody trying to build their brand. Typically, this book can be kind of a vector, you know, onto these podcasts and to interviews and to the news. Um, so we've been doing this for about a year now. And, you know, I guess we've hired our ninth employee and things are going swimmingly. How did it start? Tell me a bit about your career path. How did you start and how did you come to this business at the end? So uh, 25 years ago, I started my career at, uh, at NASA um, as a software engineer. Um, wow. And I was... You know, I, I have a, a history at NASA. My my father was a was an engineer during the Project Mercury, which was the the first uh, America's first foray into space. I was actually named after Scott Carpenter, which is the second American in space. Wow. Um, and then you know, and I, I've, I've kind of consulted for Fortune 500s at Disney and you know, kind of the the larger companies, you know, uh, here in Florida. Um, and then about ten years ago, I started my consulting company, and you know, we grew to twenty five consultants and. That was great. And about a year ago, I realized I was sick to death of, of technology. I was absolutely dumb with technology. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I wanted to start something more interesting. Um, you know, I was writing this one book on, on a negotiating book for, for nerds, uh, Nerd's Guide to Negotiating Salary. <laughs> and uh, and it, it took me, I, I, I've been trying to write it for 10 years. So I just could not get it done. My, one of my friend's uh, daughters had, uh, was a writer. So we started working together during the pandemic um, via Zoom, and you know we, we we got the book done. We got it done pretty quickly too. 
And then when I published, I had friends ask, how the heck did you get a book published with, you know, with, you know, with how busy you are? And then someone said, hey, would you write my book? And we're like, oh, yeah, sure. We took the same process and then we did that one and we did another one and another one. And then, you know, and here we are a year later. Hmm, wow, sounds great. You're an entrepreneur. What would be your best advice to any entrepreneur that listening to us right now, mainly regarding the customer focus or anything that has to do with the customer's approach? However, you can give any other advice as well. Uh, well, a couple of things. If we're going to start with, with customer, we should, I mean, it's, it is uh, at every point uh, in your kind of journey, make sure the customer is first. They'll feel it. Um, you know, they won't, they'll pay your invoices a lot quicker too, uh, when they feel that, that you're kind of, they're kind of the center of, uh, of their, of your universe, uh, for your products. As far as entrepreneurially speaking, my advice would be to start now, fail quick. The quicker you get to it, the quicker you understand that accounting is hard and, and all those things that it takes to run a business that either hire out for or either you're good at it or not, the quicker you start having great ideas and not executing is like not having ideas at all. You have to start. So just start, even my start when my, my kind of entrepreneur journey was 15 years ago. I started a website that sold lead testing kits for children's toys. So parents could make sure there's no lead, uh, mm -hmm. in kids toys. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I, I grew that to 30 grand a day at one point. Um, and, uh, but I, I, I didn't know there was money there. I was just trying something new. I was just trying to learn e-commerce at the time. Um, and mm -hmm. we just executed and it just happened to work out. But my advice is to start today. Wow, I love that advice. You've got successes. You already started to tell us about it, and we'll talk about it in a minute. But I would like you to tell us what is the biggest, most critical failure with customers, the one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most. You know, so the last 10 years, we've, we've, I have a consulting company called Bright Ray Consulting. And, uh, we were typically, you know, we would have these projects of two or three engineers would jump in on a project. And if you're not trying to please the, the C level executives at a company, you're going to fail. No matter how happy the senior management is or management is, unless you're, you're actually making and, and, and reaching the goals of mm -hmm. the actual C suite to the CEO, the CIO, the CFO, you're going to be out of there. It's just a matter of time. Um, and I have definitely in the past had, I really can't tell you who, but would you say it was a fortune in the top 50, uh, where we were, everybody was just thrilled with us except the C-suite. Um, oh. and we, we, we were not reporting correctly. We were not, we were not sharing our successes correctly with them. And as there's, uh, kind of, sh uh, unceremoniously shuttled out of there as a result. Wow. And now tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success. As a result of the right customer focus or something you did right about approaching your customers? So it's with this, with the uh, Bright Ray Publishing, you know, we've, we, we started with one and then two and then five and then 10, um, you know, and you, you start adding employees to kind of, uh, to do more books, right? In our case, more books. Um, now, uh, the moment you kind of step out, uh, you know, you say, look, I'm only going to limit one project or two projects for this, that and the other. Um, and you're able to actually make sure your customer is happy. And as a result, you know, we've always tried to overstaff. I believe that we, every, every single one of our customers to date, uh, has been static with their book and their kind of their, uh, the, the, the end of the process. But unless we would have staffed up, unless we would have literally took an entire month of no sales and just, just 
kind of focused in on process to make sure we could handle it and actually, you know, handle new customers correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but as a result, you know, we've, we've kind of exploded in growth. What is the secret? I mean, how would one publish a good book? Well, there's a couple of ways of doing it. You know, our, our specialty is kind of, of being that partner where our, our clients just kind of muse and talk for an hour a week over Zoom. And then three to four months later, our, our writers, you know, turn that into a, into a book. Uh, but ultimately, it's, it's, you could have the, the greatest book in the entire world. But if your title is terrible, if your, your execution is awful, then it, it won't matter. And it's, uh, and, you know, title is, is 90% of it, unfortunately. No one's going to open it if the title is, uh, is just okay, as an example. Or the subject matter is just okay. But the, I can tell you how to fail. The way you fail is you try to write a book for everybody. If you write a, try to write a book for everybody, you write a book for nobody. I would mm-hmm. much rather write a business book for the 500 customers you have on this planet that are true believers than write a book for everybody. Because ultimately, these books are to close more business. They're not to sell books. There's only a handful of people that sold over 100,000 books last year. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's just not a thing. These books are not for that. These books are for uh, showing your kind of expertise in your area. Um, you know, when we, when, when, when clients have, we have involved calls, we do our zoom call. I actually FedEx our book to them so they can kind of see what we do and, and how we're going to do it. Hmm. Can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus marketing or sales? However, I'm not <laughs> looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really works for you. And might help other entrepreneurs as well yes i uh I have a love and an obsession for a, a product called hubspot it's a CRM, mm. uh and it has changed our life it's uh it is it's it so at every step of the way in the sale um it 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 allows you to kind of you know send emails out and have you know the right people in your company you know know when you know uh as this salesperson drops off the you know the customer you know success team you know drops on and It just it, it allows you to orchestrate the entire process and uh, and every time I turn around I you know I, I find something new in HubSpot or I have to go get a consultant because it really is you know deep and wide as far as what you can do with it but think of it as a as a as a kind of funneling system for customers but it also allows you to to uh, to make those actual customers once you make into customers uh, happy uh, but but HubSpot is definitely it's, it's definitely changed our life. Uh, as far as I'm able to sleep at night because I know that I know that we're uh, that we're that we're making sure that we're we're following up and you know everybody's notified and everybody knows we are in the process hmm beautiful beautiful recommendation you know there are many factors that affect one's success however I do believe that for each of us there is one factor that really helps us succeed and And I want to ask you what is your one key success factor uh tenacity uh it's it's uh no matter see i'm in a, so when when my son was born, I had some kind of weird thing flip in my head um in that failure's not an option um and and with that said, I'll do the twelve hours a day the fifteen i I will outwork anybody on this planet um and I believe that's part of it. You don't have to work twelve hours a day, but never give up. And I know that's such a cliche and it's just over and over said so many times, but you know that the, the, you're, maybe you're a day away from success, a month away from success. Giving up is, 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 uh, is a great way to never find out. 
Um, mm. And uh, and I, I just think that 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 just head down, make it happen attitude is the the and, and I I mean I, I've I've worked and seen you know hundreds of entrepreneurs in my lifetime, and that was the one thing that stood out was that failure was never an option. It wasn't even it wasn't even it wasn't even thought about. Mm. Um, and it's just that ability to just kind of execute. Were you ever close to a situation when you thought you might stop? Uh, no, no, never. I, I really, I'm, I'm right now, think about what my job is. Right now, my job is interviewing rock stars and CEOs and founders and inventors and astronauts and F-16 pilots and submarine commanders. And that's really my mm -hmm. job is every day is to talk to amazing, cool people, kind of very similar maybe to what you do. Um, no, no, I, I'm, I'm never going to, re the retirement for me is a box. I'm never going to retire. I, I love what I do too much. <laughs> Beautiful. My final question is, what is the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? So, uh, the easiest way to find me is just type my name into Google. Um, it'll pop right up there. It'll kind of give me a, a, a something called a knowledge panel. Um, and then you can kind of see how to get. Uh, get a hold of me, but obviously, you know, follow me on Twitter, uh, and uh, also go to my company website, brightraypublishing.com, B-R-I-G-H-C-R-A-Y publishing.com, uh, and anybody who's looking to write a book, we'd really like to talk to you. Hmm, sounds great. Scott, I would like to thank you so much for this interview. The story of books, it's not the first time that we are talking about it, but uh, it seems that everyone has their way of publishing books, and once you're in the right hands, it's going to work. So uh, it seems very interesting. It was awesome meeting you. Have a lovely day. Hmm. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.